Hi and welcome. We're so excited that you chose to join us today. And we hope that this message will inspire you to live the life that God designed you to live. For this message or others like it, you can go to our website or you can find us on our YouTube channel. Now sit back, relax, enjoy this message. The word power of his resurrection. And we can experience that today. His power that's toward usward who believes. And that's my prayer tonight, is not just that we'll go through a ceremony, but that we have an encounter with it, with the Spirit of God, the Spirit of the resurrection, and uh, understand uh, that He died for us. You know, I, I wrote this down in my notes the other day. I wrote down this question, what, it, what did it cost God to be God? And what, does it cost, what did it cost Him? And it cost His only Son, He paid that price so that we could have a relationship with him. And I mean, it's really profound when you start to think about it. It really impacts your life. And so let's all stand together. Let's pray over our time together and then we'll go into worship. <clears throat> Dear Lord, we're just so grateful for this time of the year that we get to celebrate an event that is so profound that it's, you said that it's beyond natural comprehension to understand the depths of the love of God for us, for humanity. And Lord, we're just so grateful for what you did for us. We pray, God, that you would anoint this time of worship and we anoint this the, as the words are spoken, the sermon is spoken. And then as we receive communion tonight, Lord, we just pray that your presence will be here and that you would just seize us, Lord, with the reality of everything that you did for us, that we'd step into a new dimension of understanding and be embraced by the Holy Spirit of God who is so uh, quick to show us what Jesus did. We thank you for a fresh reality of it tonight. And we thank you for these people that have come to celebrate together. Pray, Lord, that you'd anoint this time now. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen.
nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. Didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great, your love was greater. Is the 
shed his blood for me. I'll sing it out of your voice. And oh, the blood of Jesus washes me. And oh, the blood of Jesus shed for me. Thank you for us, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid, bearing all my sin and shame. In love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for.
Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know is your forgiveness and embrace. Awesome worship, huh? Well, thank you guys so much for coming out to this service. Uh, this is kind of what I pictured things like. It, it, kind of a family, uh, you know, we're a pretty intimate family of uh, the folks that are here. And uh, I'm thankful for that. I got a message kind of like that. And so we're going to have a short message here. And then it kind of set us up for our communion. And, um, and so tonight, um, I'm going to be talking about uh, exchanging identities. I was asked to talk about the crucifixion and resurrection. You know, I, I never mention the crucifixion without the resurrection because it, it, it's just pointless. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes people want to be somber on Good Friday, but really, uh, I mean, boy, Jesus said that he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him. You and I are that joy that was set before him. So, so, so I don't think... Um, when he was uh, going through the whole thing with uh, the crucifixion and, and the time he spent in hell, why he was focused on the joy set before him. Um, and so I asked him to put up the scripture verse. Uh, this short message will be based on this. Uh, this is 2 Corinthians 5, 21. I'll, I'll, I'll just read this verse first. It'll be up on the screen, then we'll kind of go through it because uh, what I got to say is all tied up in here. Um, so it says this, For God took the sinless Christ and poured into him our sins. Then in exchange, he poured God's goodness into us. Well, you know, I've, um, 
this is what we used to memorize a lot of verses when I was a kid. Um, but, you know, I, I've actually thought a lot about crucifixion and resurrection. This is my 61st Easter of uh, being born again. And, um, and I didn't get into it too long to realize that, you know, for the born-again person, why resurrection day is every day. I mean, the whole point of this is that that same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, it dwells in you and me, and it's there to quicken what we're doing right now to empower us right now. You know, and so, uh, and so you know, um, boy, for a long time I memorized this verse, but, but I, and I knew it was there, but I thought, man, that, that's just too good to be true. And then I, I finally, after a while, I said, God wouldn't lie to me. That's there, but I, I wouldn't say it publicly at all because I thought, you know, I was young and I'd get... Uh, kicked out for blaspheming and like that but uh, but man this is just what it says and and um and so i'm going to talk about that just the way it's written there you know um you know there's there's a verse in the third chapter of ephesians and, and it's right in the middle of a prayer for born again people and and the prayer is that um it, or this verse that part of the prayer um asks that god would help us to understand more about the height and the depth and the width of his love. But then it goes on to say this. It says, but, um, but you know, you'll never understand it all. And I think it's talking in context of eternity. I think we'll spend eternity uh, with uh, the mind that we have in heaven, the capacity, and, and we still won't get to the end of God's love where we understand it. I think the crucifixion and resurrection, because it's the greatest display of God's love in history, I think that's kind of the same way. That, that I mean, I, I think I'm going to go through eternity, and I still won't understand everything about this. You know, I remember when I, when I first got saved, I, I thought of this in terms of forgiveness. And that was surely a part of it. But then there, there's a lot more there than just forgiveness. And so then I thought about, you know, I'd heard about grace, and so I thought about terms of that, but I really didn't understand grace. It's kind of the same way as love. Jesus is grace, so, man, he's so big that you don't get to it. And then, then there was the mercy of God. I spent a lot of years uh, dwelling on that when I think about the crucifixion and resurrection. And then I got to the part where, man, I've been redeemed from the curse, and I was excited about that. That's really good. And then even better, I've been released to the blessing because of this uh, the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that was good. But at the place I'm at right now, I'm in this verse where it talks about, uh, it's even bigger than all that, that Jesus actually exchanged identities with us. And, and that's what I'm going to talk about when, when I talk about this. And so, so what the, this verse starts out, and it says, For God took the sinless Christ. You, you, you know, I think it says that. A lot of times we don't think so much about Jesus this way. But if you go right back to the first chapter of Genesis, why, uh, and then, well, follow it through. Jesus is all through the Bible. But right in the first chapter of Genesis, you know, it starts out, you know, God created the heavens and earth. And then the Holy Spirit is there brooding over the chaos that existed at the time. Uh, uh, and then, and then God, God spoke. Like he said, light be, and, and light was. But, you know, Jesus is the word of God. That was Jesus speaking that. The sinless Christ that God poured our sin into, he was, that, he was God. I mean, he really was God. And, um, and then you go down to verse 26, you know, where it talks about where, where, where Adam was created. And, and I believe that, 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 that 
and the Holy Spirit was there, because the blessing, the empowerment was there, uh, the Father was there, but Jesus was there, and when God made Adam, why, I think he looked identical to God and Jesus, because he made, were made in the image and likeness of God. But, but then it was Jesus that said, uh, blessing be, you know, you go, you, you go multiply, uh, replenish the earth, you got dominion over things. That was Jesus talking. The same Jesus we read about in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, he just, at that point, he just took on human form, if you can imagine that. And, and, and boy, was, you know, if you, if you read the Old Testament at all, why, you realize how necessary that was. Because here God had chosen these people, and so we're 4,000 years into it, and man, when Jesus shows up, you can't find a place where he shows up that the, the, the spiritual leaders, the representatives of God, supposedly, didn't try to kill God. Well, with that kind of nature, I mean, come on. Something had to happen. More than just forgiveness. More than just some mercy. Or more than grabbing a hold of a few promises. I mean, the people seem to be rotten to the core. I mean, because you know, when, you know, Adam, he committed high treason against God when he, uh, and when he empowered Satan. Um, gave him his, his, his empowerment, which, which became the curse. And so, uh, so everybody born after that, um, our, our DNA was messed up. You know, and, and that's part of this, uh, this sinless Jesus. He's the first one that was born that didn't have an earthly father, so his DNA wasn't screwed up. So he, he started out sinless, you know. But not so with you and I. We're just, we're, we're born, but uh, in, our, in our old nature, why, our old identity, before we receive this uh, crucifixion, resurrection of Jesus Christ, man, everything leads to trouble. I mean, and man, people invent the, they're so, we're so inventive about self-destruction, <laughs> aren't we? I mean, uh, but that's why this identity exchange is so important. But see, but not only was Jesus, uh, he wasn't born with a sin nature, but then he lived 33 and a half years in communion with God. He never rebelled against God. So th there was nothing that, that's important because, see, he's, he's, he's being crucified, but there was nothing that he did to deserve anything like that. He's the only one that that was true about. You know, God's big man on earth was Caiaphas, the high priest at the time, and he was the one who was killing Jesus. I mean, you know, that, that's our old nature. That's, that's, that's our old nature. So, so God took this sinless Christ. Just think, and I want to just make that point again, that, that um, Jesus Christ is, I mean, he, yeah, he's God's son, but he was there right with God with everything. From Genesis all the way through Revelation, he's there with God, but this whole time through that whole old covenant, why? Why, him and God, and, and, and they were equal. I mean, Jesus, when, even in, when he was on earth, uh, finding the limitations of a human body, he said, man, he, that he didn't consider it uh, um, wrong to say he was equal with God. You know, so just think, this is, this is God. Um, and it says, God took the sinless Christ, and he poured into him our sins. 
You know, in the King James Bible, it says that Jesus was actually made to be sin. You know, you know a lot of times, uh, um, and, and boy, I, like I, I remember that movie, The Passion of the Christ, and, and the scenes in that was so powerful, but, but you know, it's, it's almost pointless to try to um, portray how horrible the crucifixion of Jesus Christ was because, yeah, I mean, we look at the physical stuff and, and you know, you can't, you can't even show that on any movie of any kind. We can't even really imagine because here Jesus is, he is whipped so we could be healed, beaten so we could have peace. And, and, and so he's carrying his cross up the hill and, and, and they hang him up there. All of his skin is, is around his ankles like ribbons. His organs and his, his bones were, were just tore out by, by that cat of nine tails whip with the hooks in it. I mean, it was just horrible. But, 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 but he actually, all of the, all of, see, you can't separate sin from the effects of sin, the curse. So all the separation from God, spiritual death, was on Jesus. Uh, past, present, and future. Of all, there's been like 14 billion people that have lived on earth. And there'd be a bunch more. I mean, man, the population on earth is just like exponentially rising. But all of that was on Jesus. The, um, um, all the separation from God, all the sickness, all the lack, uh, any, any, any hatred somebody felt was on Jesus. Uh, um, the, the, the fear, the depression, the guilt and the shame, any negative thing you can think of, that all was on him, and it said it was so heavy that he didn't even resemble a human being anymore. But, but, but that was the good part of this story, because he's about to go to the lowest parts of hell, where all these demons tortured him for these days. And like I said, he, he planned this himself before the foundation of the world. This wasn't like plan B. When he made Adam, he knew he was going to commit high treason, and this is what it was going to take to get you and me uh, so Jesus could have a whole bunch of brothers and sisters. He planned that, and once again, he endured all that for the because he was focused on the joy that's set before him. And, and, and so that's what it means when, um, uh, and poured into him our sins. Or Like I said in the King James, like, he's actually made to be sin. But then when he went to hell, why, uh, why he focused on that joy, and he focused on praising God. And, you know, when his resurrection came, this is something we don't talk about a lot, too, he completely destroyed Satan. He took all of his power, all of his authority. See, see, see Satan is no more than an angel, an angel that's lower than us. We, uh, even, in our, uh, even in our own human identity, we rule over angels. And that's all Satan ever was. He just was, uh, was using Adam's power in the Old Covenant, but Jesus took all that away. He said he, he made a show of him openly. He spoiled him. You know, that's, that's old talk when they'd, have a, when, you know, when they'd have a battle and the Romans would conquer somebody. You've maybe seen some of the movie portrayals of that. Boy, they, 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 just, they just bring the kings and stuff that they conquered. Uh, they would bring them through the streets of Rome and just mock them and make fun of them. Uh, you know, the, the Romans had a, they were quite a, a, um, a creative bunch of people, let's say that. I mean, I, I could say some things that would be offensive here, but they, 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 they threw their own waste on, the, on these kings. And, 
and their own, uh, um, well, I won't say any more. But, but you get the picture. They just humiliated. That's what Jesus did to Satan. You, you know, a lot of times we make a big deal out of the devil and, 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 and we're scared. But that, that's, that's the wrong. Uh, he ain't nothing but a, a, a mouth. That's why he's called the accuser of the brethren. And so he'll come and he'll come and he does, he does some of the stupidest things. Like, like he'll, he'll come to some, somebody that was abused when they was a little kid. And, and, and he'll come and tell them about it decades later when they're an, an adult and make them feel ashamed that they were abused. I mean, how stupid is that? I mean, that's why we need to get a hold of this exchanging identities to know who we really are. Because until we do that, then we listen to that voice sometimes, you know. And, and, so, and, and, so, um, and, and, and so Jesus, he, he, he totally destroyed Satan, destroyed his power. All he's got left is a voice but now here's the, here's the real meat in all this, is the next part of that verse. It says, then in exchange, he poured God's goodness into us. The King James Bible, it said, now we have been made the very righteousness of God. See, before the crucifixion and resurrection, why Jesus was the righteousness of God. Jesus was the goodness of God. Uh, I mean, that, he was, that's why, like, he's the word of God. So, when, so he'd speak for God and goodness would come out. See, see God doesn't just do good things. Uh, you know, uh, he, he is the definition of goodness, but that's Jesus. So that's why it's, uh, when he poured God's goodness into us, see, Jesus took our identity. When it said he was made to be sin for us, boy, in our, like I explained before, man, um, unredemptive human human nature that has not experienced redemption uh, uh, boy they can do some messed up things and even ones that have experienced redemption make mistakes and do some really messed up things but that's why it's so important that Jesus gave us his identity and I know I mean this is where things get kind of touchy with folks and and, you know, like I said, this is an ongoing, I think, uh, like the love of God is an ongoing revelation. I think the crucifixion and resurrection is an ongoing revelation. You know, in 10 years from now, I, I'd be able to tell you more about this. That's what that means. But right now, that's what I really see. And, and I'll tell you, for, okay, for, I'll, I'll get personal. Every defeat I can trace back in my life is because I didn't realize that I'd been made Jesus Christ. That when the, the accuser comes and talks to me. See, see, when Jesus ascended to heaven, the first thing he went to the, to the throne of God, and God judged him and said, man, you, you are perfect. This is perfect. But when he judged Jesus, he judged you and me as born-again people, as being perfect. Because when God looks at Jesus, when God looks at us, he sees Jesus. This is that real. And, and, and any, anything, uh, uh, well, you know, that's why when I, when I got to be in Christ, um, I didn't have no rights anymore uh, of my old self. Now I, I'm in Christ. I mean, I'm going to be in communion with God now. And, I, and yeah, I can do some stupid stuff and, and make mistakes, but if you, if you read up a couple verses earlier, it says God's already blotted out sin. If I just stay in communion with him, all that will be taken care of. And that's why 
Um, you know, it's so, it's so unnecessary to, to be controlled by fear, to be controlled by guilt or shame, because when Satan comes as the accuser and talks to you, it, it really is the same as if he's talking to Jesus. And Jesus don't have no guilt or shame. He never did have any guilt or shame. He, he never was depressed. He never was, he never had fear. Well, why? Because he was in communion with God, because he was God. But see, that's, you know, that was, identity was put on us. I might as well just tell you that, what, you know. Well, here's, let, let me explain a little farther. So, so Jesus ascended to heaven, and he never gave up his, his humanness. He's all God, but he still kept the fact that he's all man as our representative in the Godhead. I mean, that means that we're a part, you know. If, if God is creating more stuff today, we're creating with him just like Jesus was. Does that, does that make sense? See, see, see I, I'm convinced if you don't get there, you'll never have total victory here. You, you'll always fall for those lies of the enemy when he comes. That, that's why God wrote this out so clear and so plain, how he took the sinless Christ when he poured, and he poured into him our sins. Those sins, that curse, that was our identity. Then in exchange, he poured all of God's goodness, Jesus' identity into us. And that's the wonderful news. Can Jesus get taken out by cancer? No. That's why he says we've already been healed by the stripes of Jesus. And, 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 and I know we live in these physical bodies, and, and it's, a, it's a constant focus on this fact that, yeah, we've already been healed. We, we, we've already been, been, uh, been um, um, released from poverty, from lack. Did, did Jesus ever experience lack? No, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and the hills that those cattle are on. I mean, but then we own them. See, we're joined heirs with Jesus Christ. This isn't just one verse in the Bible. This is, this is New Testament principle here. And so, so, so that's my wish tonight. Uh, and, and, uh, and through this season, you know, of course we'll be together on, sun, on Easter on, on Sunday, Resurrection Day, that we could get that picture that God took our old identity and he gave us the identity of Jesus Christ. That's why just a few verses earlier, why Paul, uh, it's Paul that wrote this, and he, and he says this in Nehemiah 17, if anyone be in Christ. See, see, Paul never said that somebody got born again. His term for being born again was in Christ. This identity thing was very real to him. So he says, if someone's in Christ, they are a new creation. In the Amplified Bible, it says a new species of being. Well, what species is that? The same one that the resurrected Christ is. See, that's why I said, you know, Jesus is in heaven, uh, uh, fully God, but he's fully man in heaven. So a new species of being. We're just the, we're the same species as the resurrected Jesus is now. And it says this, old things, that's that old nature, our, our old identity is passed away, and all things are new 
And, all, and it goes on and says, all these new things are from God. So, so we're not just forgiven. We're not just recipients of grace. We're not just recipients of God's mercy. You know, it's not just that, that the curse has been broken off us, that we're, we're, we're released to the blessing, but we actually have the identity of Jesus Christ in our lives. And boy, I just, uh, I, I just encourage you to, to think about that. Focus on that. Because the next time, you know, the, the devil has been destroyed, but he's still got a voice. The next time he comes and talks to you, tells you how you need to be worried about something. He tells you about th- that, that mistake you made just yesterday. Man, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm not ashamed of myself at all. I'm Jesus Christ in the flesh. That's what you need to tell him. And, uh, uh, and, and boy, I could go on and on. But you know, that's what he does. And, and he's got no power, but as soon as we start agreeing with him, he uses our power to destroy things in our life. See, first he lies to us, that's the, and then he, 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 he kills, and then he destroys. But, but really, we do the killing and destroying ourselves once we believe his lies. But what, what keeps us from believing his lies is realizing that we have the identity of Jesus Christ. Every one of us are brothers and sisters of Jesus. Well, well, well we get to do communion together tonight. And I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just looking, why don't we just uh, like come down the middle here and go around and these, if, if you're closer to that aisle, why you can just come down and go around and, and pick up your communion. We're doing, uh, we're doing a big time tonight. Look, at we don't have those little glasses. We're going we're gonna to enjoy, and look at this. We're going to enjoy ourselves. So, 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 so why don't you guys stand and, 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 and come and get your elements as the, the, um, the band is going to sing here. shed for me and then thou bidst me come to thee O Lamb of God I come I Just as I am and waiting not 
And you know, God is, well, it's just what I've been talking about. God says that we are full brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ. And if you start thinking of yourself that way, why, that's the way you will be. And um, you know, there's a, You know, there's a, there's a simple thing. You know, in 1 Peter 5, 7, it says this, that if we cast, that we should cast our care on God because he cares for us. That care would be like worry, depression, things we've talked about, shame, guilt, sickness, anything that causes you care, lack, anything that causes you care. Because it says when you, when you do that, the, the very next verse, and this is all one thought, 1 Peter 5.8 says this, for, for your enemy Satan goes about as a roaring lion. See, he's the accuser of the brethren, but you open a door when you don't cast that care on God. You, you, we're not made to keep that care. I mean, that's what Jesus did. He continually was in continual communion with God. So if you'll cast that care on, on God, why, the enemy has no door into your life. But then uh, I really love the next verse. Uh, it's, it says, that is the way you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, by not trusting him with the care, trusting him with the problem. And then when you, do, when you humble yourself under his mighty hand, why in due season, why he'll lift you up. And, and, and I just think that's such a simple formula in doing that. And so as you, as you partake of this bread, this body of Jesus Christ, why you, you are, it's representing that you are made the righteousness of God. That's what Jesus was. So that's what you are now, is the righteousness of God. And then we got this, uh, this juice here. Of course, that represents the blood of Jesus Christ. You know, over towards the end of the Bible, in Revelations, why, why this statement is made, it's talking about believers and it says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, see what Jesus has done for us by changing identities with us. We overcome by taking on his identity and by the word of God in our testimony. We all got stuff we say. And boy, if we stick to just saying what God says about us, stick to the word of God, well, then we'd overcome Right in that part, why Satan, once again, he's, he's called the accuser of the saints. We'd overcome him. See, once again, Jesus totally destroyed Satan. All he has left is a mouth. He, he never was no more than an angel. So, so it, it, but he, he just has a mouth. He has no power. Anything he does in your life, it's you. It's because you agreed with him. Well, let's not agree with him. Let's keep the word of God and the things that we say, and then we'll win all the time, just like Jesus did. I mean, we'll never find ourselves in the, in the kind of uh, challenge that Jesus was in the lowest parts of hell, being totally separated from God, being tormented by every demon that was there. But he overcome. And, but we can overcome the same way 
with anything that we'll face in life. And boy, I, I, I just speak that over everybody here tonight. It's time to be done with guilt forever. That's just part of fear thinking. Destroys people's life. It's time to be done with shame. If, if you make mistakes, why, you can always go to God immediately. And, and he'll, he'll cleanse you from all unrighteousness. I mean, he's already blotted sin out. He don't even notice it. You just go to him in communion, and that's gone. So, I mean, we can't lose here if we'll keep the word of God in our testimony. And so as we, part, as we drink this tonight, let's expect that, that we'll overcome every time. I know that everybody faces challenges, but isn't it nice to know you'll always win? It's like we're all Tom Brady's in this life. We, 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 even better, we win all the time. So, so let's drink this. Okay, can I pray over you and, and we'll dismiss? Boy, in Jesus' name, we just agree together. Man, thank you, Father God, that we have this family here together. And thank you that you've made us to be full brothers and sisters with Jesus Christ. Man, I, I thank you. For, I just speak over everyone that's here tonight that this next season of their life will be the best one by far, that they'll win every challenge. They'll overcome just as your word says that we should. We thank you for that. We expect, we expect, we are overcomers. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we're back on Sunday at 10 o'clock. And we're going to have a great celebration. So invite everybody to come.